You are now listening to the Sports Bet Show brought to you by NYC Food and Travel. Stay with us for sports news, hot takes and weekly picks. Let's go. All right, sports fans, welcome back to the Sports Bet Show. Today is October 27th, Tuesday, big day. We've got the World Series Game 6. As always, I am your co-host, Frankie Dees, joined by my brother from another mother, Josh. Josh, how's it going? Doing good today, Frankie. Ready for uh, ready for some World Series baseball tonight. Yeah, we haven't really... I missed the flip last night. I was hoping... I, I forgot there was no game last night. I was looking for a flip. You know, I was game. looking for the flip as well. Quick, yeah. yeah, we haven't talked about the World Series in a while. I've been focused a lot on football. Uh, so this will be a really short show. It's episode seven. Uh, before we dive into our two topics today, as always, we are at Sports Bet Show on all major social media handles. Uh, really pushing the Instagram out there, pushing the Twitter. Uh, we actually put up our Monday night football pick on instagram uh, officially because we did not do a show yesterday uh we'll talk about how we got that pick half right uh but yeah follow us on social media give us a follow a share a like a rating on apple and spotify podcasts uh much appreciated so let's dive into it we got two main topics we're going to do a football week seven recap and a world series game six prediction and i think we have five really good picks for you today um we'll keep it short and we'll put this out there right before the game uh so you guys have time to bet on it um so josh how do you feel about week seven football how'd we do so we did pretty good frank i think um i forget the overall you have you're you're the stat guy we went eight eight and four overall record uh so over 60 percent, pretty pretty damn good so i was thinking about the one that i still knowing what I, you know, knowing what I know, if the the line were the same right now, I'd still make the same decision. I cannot believe the Bills did not cover against the Jets. Oh, right. I just can't, I can't get over that. We were texting, obviously, a lot about that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, you know, so I I actually, like, going, I know we're talking about week seven, but going up to week eight, they're a 19 and a half underdog right now. They were at 20 and a half at one point. And I learned nothing. I still think I'm going to take points on, or I'm I'm going to take the cover on that. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later, Josh. But yeah, but yeah, no. So I, I just feel like um, there were a couple of uh, unexpected, <laughs> unexpected results last week. Um, you know, that being probably the most glaring one to me that the Bills did not cover uh, over yeah. the Jets. Bills not covering. Um, so we obviously took the the Bills to cover over the Jets. Uh, what? How many field goals did they have? Six field goals oh in one God. game. No touchdowns. Uh, just a really freak game. I don't think that was because the Jets played much better. I think, you know, some they did have have some glimpses, glimpses of um, positivity on defense. Uh, I think it was just a weird game from the Bills and Josh Allen. I don't think it's any indication of how the rest of their season is going to go for the Bills uh, specifically. Uh, so we got the Bills uh, to cover incorrect. Disappointing loss for us for the Seahawks. Uh, Kyler Murray had yeah. an amazing game. Um, we keep t- talking about number one, Kyler. Um, the guy really just showed that he could he could take the spotlight on uh, on a big Sunday night stage and run with it. Uh, so that was I think a lot of people probably got that one wrong, given the Seahawks were only a three point favorite. Well, um, before we move on, he scored another touchdown on the ground. 
He did score another touchdown. That 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 bet is more often than not going to hit him betting on him for a rushing TD. I mean, for sure. I'm going to take that prop every week just for fun. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that is not advice to the crowd here. That's just a Frankie D's bet. Uh, so the Bills did not cover. Disappointing loss from the Seahawks. The Patriots absolutely just looked horrible. I'm not even going to comment. We're going to move on. Um, and the Bears last night, Monday Night Football. So we did toss up the pick Ooh. on Instagram. We went Bears against the spread uh, to cover the six points. Uh, I actually liked it a lot more at six and a half. Turns out it doesn't even matter because they got somewhat blown out i think jared goff was back to being jared goff i think that the uh d line of the rams was back to being the normal d line of the rams i think nick Foles had a horrible game and there's a lot of chatter out there on twitter instagram uh and everywhere that's just says nick Foles is not a real quarterback and that (laughs) what he did in 2017 uh when he came in for carson wentz was just a fluke i don't know he obviously didn't show that he had the right stuff uh, last night on Monday Night Football. So, yeah, no, and and we talked a little bit about this last night, and I just think in order to be successful against that type of dominant defensive line, you have to be able to move with the ball quick, get the quick throws out. He is just such a he is a one dimensional quarterback. He does one thing. He stands there yeah. and he throws. Can't run around. He's not a he's not a threat like you know like not like compare him to Kyler Murray, but just because we were just talking about him, like he's not going to run and get you a first down every time. Like he needs time to throw the ball. And if he doesn't get it, this is what's going to happen. And yeah. you just saw it last night. He's just a one dimensional quarterback. When Aaron Donald figured it out last night, he did look like he could not be stopped. It'll be really oh, interesting yeah. to see what he does against that Miami O-line with uh, Tua, Tua. Uh, in the pocket. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that week eight predictions. We'll probably uh, bang those out Friday night and, release it Saturday morning for you when the lines are a little bit closer to what they're going to be. So eight and four week seven feel really good about it. I think we are, um, I forget the overall stats, but I think we're at 70% on NFL football overall. So I feel, I feel great about that. Let's talk world series. We have a game six. Like I said, uh, in prior episode, I think it was episode four. I predicted it was going to be a tit for tat series, meaning, uh, one team wins one night. The other team wins the next night. It's exactly how it has gone. Uh, with that said, we know the money line bets, the public bets, are on the Rays tonight. The Rays are in a do-or-die situation. They have their ace, Blake Snell, on the mound against a Dodgers, what's mostly most likely going to be a bullpen game. Uh, so we feel pretty good that we've got five good bets going here. Um, so we'll toss the bets out there and then we'll, we'll tell you a little bit about why we like them. So, uh, we are going to go, and these are official consensus sports bet show bets. We're going to do Snell over five and a half strikeouts. Uh, we'll tell you why we like it. We are going to hammer the over again, over eight runs total. We are going to go Tampa Bay first half money line. So the winning result after five innings and then we can sprinkle in there, if you choose, a Tampa Bay plus one and a half, and then do a double result, raise first half money line, Dodgers to win the game. And we'll explain why we want to do that, maybe some hedging strategies there. Uh, Josh, break down Blake Snell for us. Like, How are we feeling about this game? How, how do you do in game two? Uh, what, what are we thinking? Yeah, so uh, exactly like you said, he's 
He's the ace. He's the guy who he's going to give them the best chance to win here. Um, the over-under on strikeouts, I mean, he had nine strikeouts last game. He's averaging well over five, five and a half. Um, so I think it's a pretty safe bet that he's going to get that. The only caveat to that is whether or not he stays in the game long enough to, to get those. Um, yeah. The, um, you know, the Rays, they, they tend to pull him a little earlier than, at the first sign of trouble and not let him try and figure it out. Um, so I, I feel that I feel like he'll get there. I feel like they'll, you know, with, with their season on the line and the World Series on the line, they're going to try and let him get a little further, I think. And, you know, if he gets into a little bit of trouble. But, yeah, if he, if he makes it five innings, I think for sure he covers that. Yeah, so they pulled him at I think four and a third in game, yeah. uh, game two when he hit, when he let off that uh, two run homer. Besides that, he had a lights out four innings before it. So yeah. Snell in the postseason, he has got twenty eight strikeouts in five games uh, and twenty in twenty four point one innings pitched. Right, so uh, a little bit more than one strikeout per inning. So like Josh was saying, we think he's going to go a little bit further tonight. Hopefully into the sixth if not even into the seventh, his pitch count is usually pretty low. He doesn't, he's not that one of those guys that gets into the hundreds pretty quickly. Uh, so we feel good about the over five and a half strikeouts. Um, given Blake Schnell should probably go six or seven innings. Um, he went five innings, uh, his game prior to the game two in the previous series. So I feel pretty good about that. He's also going to come out on fire. I mean, the backs against the wall, it's do or die. I predicted it would go seven. I'm really hoping that it does. Uh, so Blake Snell over five and a half strikeouts. Let's talk about over eight runs. So the over has hit in four of the five last games in the World Series, uh, which is kind of a betting fallacy because like the statistical probability does not change whatsoever. And I absolutely despise when people it's like the roulette thing, right? If black comes out 15 times in a row and the drunk guy next to you is like, oh, dude, you got to bet red. It's going to be red. No, it's 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 still the same exact odds to roll yeah. black or to red. So the fact that, you know, I actually was listening to another podcast earlier, this guy that I enjoy listening to, I won't name names, but he's like, you know, the over has hit. So I'm going to take the under because, you know, it's four out of five. The under is due. I'm like, that is that makes literally no sense. It's every game is completely different. And the statistical odds start over and it has nothing to do with it. But with that said, we like the over hitting. Uh, the score the last time that these two pitchers met, granted, Gonsolin will not go more than probably three innings. The Dodgers will oh, turn that, both. That the score the last time these two met was six to four. Uh, so that's 10 runs total. Um, the over has hit every game this series. In this ballpark, right? And I'm reading stats off my phone because I had to write this one down. I absolutely love this one. In Arlington, Globe Life Park, with the Roop. The roof open in Texas Rangers games, they average 11.83 runs total in the game per game, right? So it's well above the eight runs. Um, both bullpens have been hit hard this season. And like Josh said before, I think if Blake Snell uh, gets in any sign of trouble whatsoever, they're going to pull him in the fifth or earlier, and they're going to turn to the bullpen. The Dodgers bullpen has been hit. The Dodgers have been hitting. I don't think the bats are going to slow down. So uh, although we do think Blake Snell has a great game, there's a real possibility that there will be three or four innings for the Dodgers to light up the scoreboard, um, which is why we like the over very, very much. Yeah, and on the Ray side, I feel like having a bullpen game 
you just that I mean there's a reason why every team doesn't have bullpen games every game. You know, you have a starting pitcher who's gonna get you most of the way through the game before you have to turn to your bullpen. If you got your bullpen going the whole game, granted it's fresh arms, but they're all not starting pitching arms. So I think the Rays take advantage of that like they did last you know, the right. last time they did this in game two. Right. So then uh the next bet we like Rays uh first half money line uh for solely because of what we just said with blake snell yeah. i think he's going to have a killer outing he's going to come out on fire and he's going against a pitcher that might get pulled in the third inning uh so i just see that blake snell shutting them down uh you know before before the sixth inning and then uh the Rays taking the early lead the reason we didn't go uh raise straight up money line to win this game it's really just kind of a hedge bet like i i think that they'll cover the one and a half but a lot of people are like, Dodgers are going to close it out tonight. This is the night for them. So if you want and you want to bet on the the spread, I would go raise one and a half. Uh, and that's why I'm actually going to do this double result. I'm going to bet on the raise first half money line because I think the pitching duel is just so much more in favor of the raise. And I'm going to sure. go Dodgers second half. But that's going to be my hedge bet against both the over and the Snell five and a half strikeouts. So I'm not going to parlay those bets. I'm going to take them separately and see what happens, hoping that Snell five and a half over and Tampa Bay first half money line hits individually, and then I'll hedge it with the other two bets. Um, so we'll see. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, I think the Rays are the type of team where when their backs against the wall, they pull out really big wins. And they're just like a fired up crew. I don't think that they're going to go down swinging uh, or really. Well, they'll go down swinging, but uh, oh, yeah. they're not they're not going to go down without a fight. Um, other thoughts on the World Series game tonight? No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think that the Rays pull it out here. Um, you know, I think, you know, and then part of that, like we said, we hope for game seven, but I feel like um statistically it it makes a lot of sense for them tonight you know just and you know we're beating a dead horse here but that having snell on the mound i think gives them the best chance to win i think they pull it out yeah and i think some of the juice uh raise uh plus one and a half was actually minus 160 uh raise money line was plus 160 josh i believe so if you want to throw some coin on that snell yeah, over five and a half strikeouts 110 yeah yeah, it's 110 now, the money okay. line. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay first half money line was minus 110 as well, I think. So I, I think uh, for that juice, I'm definitely willing to put some coin and back the arm of Blake Snell entirely. Um, clearly, we're putting a lot of faith in the guy, but I think he's got the record to prove it. Um, and if he has another nine strikeout game, I do not see the Rays uh, losing. I see them covering. I see them going to game seven. Uh, book it, cash it. Let us know what you think. Uh, like we said, we're going to keep this one really short. So uh, just to go over the bets one last time, uh, you know, because I actually when I listen to podcasts, I'm doing that, like, go back 15 seconds thing all the time. So here they are for you guys. We're going to go Snell over five and a half strikeouts over eight total runs. Tampa Bay first half money line. And then if you'd like not totally official for us, Tampa Bay plus one and a half. And then the double result raise first half money line Dodgers to win the game as a hedge. Uh, yep. it's been fun. We're going to come back for, uh, we're going to do the full NFL week eight card. Hopefully we come back for game seven of the world series. We'll dive way deeper into that one. If it does go seven, uh, we'll do Sunday games. We'll do Monday night football games. 
We're going to comment about Thursday. Josh, do you have any thoughts on Thursday right now? Yeah, so I did a little research today on on just statistics. I'm going to ask you a question, and you're you're <laughs> clearly you're gonna you're gonna know the answer here. But it's uh, do you know who the leading uh, uh, leading quarterback is in passing yards in the NFL right now? Uh, is it still Dak Prescott? No, it's Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan. Is so the, the reason I joked and said Dak Prescott because yeah. I know before he, he went out on injury, he was leading. <laughs> oh, yeah above and beyond everyone else um so matt ryan your boy i yeah. feel like you're such a matty ice fan i am so, i you're, know and i got you're a matty ice fanboy dude i am i don't know why it's i, I for some reason I, didn't, I don't know seems like a good dude want to be successful i'm a i'm a patty um, mahomes and jared golf fanboy so that's fine fair. so the the funny thing about this game is it it, it isn't and it's not a very attractive game you know it's you know Classic Thursday night football. Terrible this year. Exactly. Yeah, it's been Um, terrible. But the fifth leading passer in in the NFL is Teddy Bridgewater. So you have number five going against number one, which unless you looked that up, there's absolutely no way you'd know that. I did not know Teddy Bridgewater at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, sometimes you forget who's – oh, wait, who's the quarterback at Carolina? Oh, yeah, that's right. Teddy Bridgewater (laughs) went there. Oh, it's not Um, Cam Newton. Yeah. Oh, it's not Cam Newton or, or, um, you know, Kyle Allen or whoever it is, the guy who went to Washington. But um, looking at that, though, I mean, just just looking at these offenses um, and, you know, the defenses give up a lot of points, um, you know, especially the Falcons. I mean, they're allowing 426 yards per game. Yeah, they let Um, they let folks march right. Second worst. They do. Um, So I feel that. my initial thoughts here, my thoughts is that the Panthers absolutely cover the two and a half points um, in this game. I think, you know, the over-under was at 49. I kind of feel like it's probably going to be over. I think this is a defenseless game. Um, so I definitely think, you know, we go there. So just my initial picks based on the research I did today, I have the Panthers covering the two and a half and the over uh, on, on 49 points. I like the over. I think I'm uh, viscerally opposed to betting against or for the Falcons, but I will probably go with the over. We'll come back uh, and talk about that one a little bit more. I think uh, I do like Teddy. The way Teddy Bridgewater played against the Saints was very impressive. I we did pick that the Saints were going to cover that game and they did. Um, it was way closer than folks thought. Um, but yeah, you, you're such a Matty Ice fanboy. I love well, it. Well, well, I'm going against him this week. And I feel like the other thing is I feel like a two and a half. I feel like if this if this if this if this line goes anywhere, it goes up, it goes above three. I feel like the you know nobody's going to say oh the Falcons are have a better shot than they do. I feel like the Panthers, you know, yeah. might have a, a better shot. So if it's going to go anywhere, it's going to go three. If it goes to three and a half, I'm less I'm less sure. Panthers about are it. favorited. Yeah, Panthers are favored at two and a half. Oh, I thought that it was the other way around when you started talking. Oh, no. Okay, now I'm more. Oh, yeah, all right, yeah. and the Panthers are at Sorry, home. Sorry, right? I apologize for the confusion. No, you're yeah. fine. Panthers are at home, right? Yes, I'm just double-checking, but yes. Yep. All right, well, maybe we'll go over, maybe we'll go Panthers. We'll see where it shapes out. But like we said, we'll come back with the full NFL card. Um, this is the Sports Bet Show, Episode 7. I feel like we're on, you know, we're like, we're on the good track here. Like, we're going to kick out an episode or two every week. We really appreciate you guys uh, joining. Please give us comments. Send us a DM on Instagram at sportsbetshow. 
I think uh, I think it's been fun and and we've got a good record so far, seventy percent on our on our total pick. So you can't you can't ask for much more than that. Uh, I'm Frankie D's with my buddy Josh at Sports Best Show. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Let's go. Later. <laughs>